Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast, the place where motivation meets inspiration. It's where hard work pays off and excuses are for people who don't want to win. If you want to learn how to sell a show in Hollywood, then buckle up, pay attention, and leave your ego outside. Now here's the host of the Mad Hustle Podcast, a 30-year Hollywood veteran that's negotiated multi-million dollar deals, whose television creations and other entertainment projects have been shown around the world, influenced millions of people for generations to come. A man who wants you to win even more than you do, Butch Hartman. Remember, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast, as opposed to the Bad Hustle Podcast. I'm Butch Hartman, your host, with my beautiful co-host, the gloriously, astoundingly, incredibly amazing, beautiful Julianne Hartman. Hi, Julianne Hartman. Hello. You know, actually, the opposite of mad would be the happy. So, the happy hustle. Well. Mad yeah. True. Well, I, I well, at the moment the the mad and the mad hustle, the mad hustle. in this case, right, refers to uh, very energetic, right. very. Um, so then that would be the sad, the sad. No, no. Well, yeah, first of all, in, in Alice in Wonderland, there's the mad hatter. Okay, the exhausted. <laughs> right. We are exhausted. The exhausted, no, but no exhausted hustle. Well, we're exhausted, but I don't want people out there to know not, we're no, exhausted. No, no, no. I'm not saying that we're exhausted. I'm saying. If you're saying that no, but we are exhausted. if mad is excitement, yes, right, then the exhausted hustle would be the opposite. Wait, wait, you're saying that exhausted is the opposite of excited? Well, like excited and working really fast and like furious. Oh, I guess. Okay. Right. I guess, so I, I would see say that. I could see that. You see why we're so different? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I can, audience, can you feel how different we are out there? Can you guys feel? Guys, hope you had a great week. I hope uh, things are going well for you. I want to hear testimonies from you guys uh, about your success. And even if it's a small success, like, hey, I got this accomplished, or we, I got this phone call, someone took my call, or I got this meeting, yes. or I sold, or if you sold a show, or whatever it is, you know, do me a favor, write to me at askbutchhartman at gmail.com. Let me know what your, um, what your success is. Or you can even uh, find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. You guys can find me on all forms of social media. I'm all over the place. Leave a note for me. If you listen to the Mad Hustle podcast, we want to know some testimonies. Also, if you guys give us a five-star review on um, on on your uh, your podcast site, whether it's, uh, I think it's SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts, whatever, give us a five-star review. We will read your, we will read your review on the air and give your name and you'll be famous. It'll be amazing and things will start to happen Absolutely. for you. Yeah. Also, uh, check out my brand new uh, free drawing training. I teach you guys how to draw three of the top uh, actually three of the top three of the most famous cartoon characters of all time in under 10 minutes so check out my brand new drawing training and uh, that leads you into my uh, uh, character design class and a life drawing class a bunch of other classes that I offer I'm also thinking of doing a brand new uh, class as well Ooh, I'm thinking that of, would be exciting what would you do it on I would probably do it on um, how to put a show together how to get a how to develop a show pitch deck that type of thing that would right. be kind of fun I think it'd be kind of fun to do so that's another idea I'm having so but anyway, right now, just check out my free drawing training and uh, the link is available on this very podcast right here and uh, check it out. So uh, we have a good news story for the day. Yes. I'm going to read it? the good news story of okay. the day. I wish we had some kind of a musical theme for We that. need to like just go like. Bum, bum, bum. There we go. All right. Let's see. What's the one? I guess a bunch here. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Okay. A police dog trained to find weapons aces a special assignment of finding a lost diamond ring on a sandy beach. What the heck? 
A Michigan, always back to Michigan. I know. That's where it got from, from. A Michigan woman accidentally lost her wedding ring on the sandy shores of Lake Superior. Can you imagine dropping a wedding ring on a beach? This no, poor well, lady. Okay. This poor, this poor woman. Our daughter Sophia dropped a diamond ring on the in, side of a in, road. The side of a, of a freeway. It was, we were driving down the road and it fell off her finger. Well, and she went to go throw something out like a like a whatever, like a feather or something out the window and she flicked her fingers. And the ring flew off. The ring flew off on the, on a, and it was pouring down rain. And it was raining. And yeah, and it was night. And it was and she and and we're like what and by the time she told us we were like a mile down the road. Yeah, she was crushed. And we're like, what happened? Yeah. So anyway, let's see here. We did go back though. We couldn't find it though. Did we go back? Yeah, we did. We tried to shine the lights on the side of the road, but we didn't see it. Who? I don't remember going back. Yes, who were you with? You. She with me, not your other husband. It was another. It wasn't. No, it was me. You and I. and Our two girls. All right. Well. I don't remember that, but I I, I remember the I remember the loss of the ring, but not the we did return. we went back we turned around we got off the freeway, we we actually went to Home Depot that's what we were going for a Lowe's we came back around and looked and it wasn't there I think we even went the next day and looked as we were driving somewhere, and we couldn't see it. Okay, the way you just told the story made it seem like we turned around instantly and went to go look, but well, did, but you added in oh we went to Home Depot then we went back. Okay, does it really matter? Well, kind of because oh, that's the way gosh. my brain works. I, I, my brain works oh, well, the way you right need to there. Adjust, like I mean, come on. No, guys. my brain works and that way. I'm like, hey, look, our audience out there, help me with this. It was like 20 minutes later. <laughs> okay, right. See, you said we turned right around. I went. I know we didn't turn right okay, around. We went to Lowe's because it was right off the freeway. Lowe's or Home Depot. So you're getting that. I forget detail. which one it was. It was I a giant s- home store. Yeah, I think it was Home Depot. Anyway, okay. So a Michigan woman accidentally lost her wedding ring on the sandy shores of Lake Superior, but soon celebrated the return of the precious jewels after some stunning police work by the local sheriff canine dog Elsa Green had taken off her rings at Eagle Beach to apply some sunscreen. I would never do that at the beach, taking rings off. I wouldn't even bring them to the beach. Setting them carefully in her hat. Later, she was suddenly startled by a large bug crawling on the cap, and she tossed it into the air, remembering only seconds later that her precious rings were inside. Oh, my gosh, what a nightmare. Wow. When a frantic search for the wedding band and matching engagement ring turned up, nothing green and her friends enlisted the aid of someone using a metal detector who was scanning the sand, but he couldn't find them either. Hoping the police might have another metal uh, detector... Uh, Green's pal drove to the Kemal County Sheriff's Office. They didn't have a metal detector. They didn't have Dogo, a specially trained five-year-old Dutch shepherd with a nose for fretting out weapons. He, this dog can smell metal. Oh, my gosh. Dogo can also find things by honing in a person's signature odor. Arriving on the beach, they cleared the area so Dogo would have the best shot at uh, locking into the olfactory clue he was searching for. It didn't take him long. The pooch latched onto the scent of Green's engagement ring and sat down on the spot, and they found the ring because of the dog. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That is good news. Very good. Now, how do we apply that sort of training? So, hey, Dogo, if you're out there, congratulations. What a cool dog. And uh, Are you sure it's not Doggo? It might be Doggo. D-O-G-O. How would you pronounce that? Doggo? Dogo? Dogo? No, I'd say I've met all kinds of weird dog names. I'd say Doggo. Dogs with dogs names. Like Dog. Well, I guess I just want to say we need to bring that dog to where we lost that ring out of the car and find out where we went to. uh, It was like. And did we turn right around or wait? Huckleberry or something like that off right. Not Huckleberry, but like something farms. Hickory Farms Road or something like that. In Tennessee. You probably don't. I oh no, I remember it was like it was something like that. that. No, I do. It was some kind of a of a Yeah, something like that. Huckle or a berry or, or a <laughs> buckle hairy something. Hickory. 
Was something like that? Yeah, it, it was. was. Doesn't it matter. That's nothing to do with the madhouse. I know, guys. Hey, but um, uh, by well, the way, today's show though, we're talking about when you don't feel like it. That's right. When you don't feel now, like that it, that could be a lot of things. Did you feel like doing this show today? Of course, I always love doing this. Good. show. Good. Good, nicely yeah, always done. She's totally winking at me. She's like, no, like I'm it. not. I do. You know why? Because the show is fun, and we can have fun in it. And we can like, you True. know, be loose about it and talk about things. Uh, exactly. But yeah, like because you know that is something that when you don't feel like it, guess what? You got to push through. No, I know because we have an audience out there that's depending on us. By the way, we mentioned this last week, but we just celebrated our 1,000th download yeah. of the Mad Hustle podcast. And like I said, again, if you guys want to give us a five-star review, we will read your review on the air. And also, I want to know what kind of topics you guys want us to talk about on the Mad Hustle podcast. You know, we've talked for a year now. We've had a year worth of shows. We talk about everything in Hollywood about um, pitching an idea, uh, uh, getting a getting a pitch packet together. Agents, getting representation, coming up with ideas. Last week's episode was called Conceive, Conceiving an Idea. And we just want you guys to know that we're thinking about you all the time. And we ourselves are developing stuff all the time. We just got a brand new project going, which I'm very excited about. And we'll talk more about it. And We, we, we are mad hustling. We definitely are. And by the way, I want you guys to know something. The, the topic of today's uh, podcast, When You Don't Feel Like It, really applies to us because there have been many times where Julianne and I didn't feel like doing something, and yet we did it anyway, and it Do really- Do it anyway. No, but the reason we did it is because we knew there was gonna be a payoff at the end. And I mean a payoff in a good way, like the project that we're doing now, it's not just a project to us. It means the most to us. It's like a child. <clears throat> It's become a child, yeah, because we've nurtured it and we've yes. we've protected it and we've grown it, and now we well, it's funny we actually put it off to the side for a while because we made it, we made a few episodes of this right. project, and we pushed it off to the side because it was we really didn't feel like it was ours to sell. Like we can't sell this. We didn't want to sell it to a network. No, we wanted to own the whole thing. Yes, which maybe a lot of you out there want to do, of course, when you work for a studio. Which so I don't blame you. Of course, yeah, but it's, it's a little tricky when you're just starting out to, to own the whole thing because you got to like kind of get a body of work under you and maybe sell a couple projects. And then the more clout you get, the more ownership you'll get. But this project that we're talking about right now, we own 100% of it. Yep. Which is really, really cool. And so, um, but that came from lots of times of us not feeling like it. Like we didn't yeah, want, totally. like we got to take this trip. We didn't feel like it. We got to go have this meeting. We didn't feel like it. Even when we're on the trip, we, we go for one meeting, but then four other meetings show up and we're like, we don't really feel like it. But all of those things kind of came to a head recently out of nowhere. And people started going, hey, remember that idea you had? Let's look at that. And people started wanting to uh, well, be part of it, which was great. You know what? Honestly, I mean, I love I just love, you know, getting things made. I love getting things done. I, I love, love employing people. Yeah, I love employing people. I love, you know, that's really exciting. And, and that should be something you guys want to do too is, yeah, you want to get a show made, but employing people, helping them realize their dreams as well is just, a, is just as big as you getting you your know, dream realized. What's interesting is that a lot of times it's later in life, like at 20, I don't know if you were thinking about employing other people, but when you, later in life when you, um, you know, matured and you had your own children mm -hmm. and a wife, then, you know, your heart started to change and you're like, well, wait a minute, this is not just about me. This is about employing people so that they can have, provide for their families and all that stuff. And so that was a big heart change for you and a heart change for me too because sometimes, you know, when we're younger, we just tend to be a little bit, well, all about me and because that's all I've been worried, concerned about, worried about is me. 
But I love that is that we, we do things to help other people. That's what Butch and I do. Now, you may have your own idea, but I'll tell you what, you're always going to benefit when you're doing it for somebody else. Right. You are going to reap what you sow. You really, really are. And um, the thing, what's cool about this new project that we're doing, and I'm, we're going to be very, we're very close being, to being able to tell you what it is. But this new project that we're doing, um, we, it was one of those things where I had an idea a long, long time ago. I started developing a it on my A very long time ago when you first had the idea. Yeah, it was 2006 when yeah. I first had the idea. And that was like more than two years ago. I yes. Uh, God, it was 15 years ago. Can you believe that? 2006. I know. That's like right when YouTube hit and everything. I so know. Str- I mean, imagine how the world's changed since 2006. Anyway, you still look great, though. That's oh, good. Well, thank you. Yeah, I she had her hair done today. Well. She looks amazing. Um, you know. Do I? Do I don't look any different. Not at all. Oh, Not since great. 2006. You look exactly the same. Wow. Precisely the okay. same. Okay. But um, we, uh, we, we, I had this idea in 2006, and it was one of those ideas I was just kind of developing off to the side. I was kind of just, uh, you know, I work on Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom, which were monumentally huge tasks to do. I had a great staff of people helping me. But doing two cartoon shows at once was very, very uh, trying. Uh, we got through it, though. It was a blast. Loved every second of it. But I'd come home at night and maybe over the weekend just go, oh, let's do this other project off to the side. So I would do that. And then we really prayed a lot about it and thought about it. And it's like, you know what? This one's for us. We're going to keep this one. We're going to make right. a few episodes on our own. So I was able to utilize some friends who, um, you know, worked with me in the industry. Hey, can you help me put a team together? And as it was interesting, as technology increased over the years from 2006, we started making these episodes in 2016. Right. So that's like 10 years later, we started making these episodes and we could do it in flash. We could people have, we could have people do it remotely right? and all that other stuff. And so it actually became easier to make this project the longer we waited. Right. So I'm not telling you guys you had to wait 10 years or anything, but uh, it really benefited us. Long story short, there were many nights, many weekends, many times we were traveling. I didn't feel like working on it. I didn't feel like I talking know. about it. I didn't feel like even looking at it anymore. Yep. Um, we should discern when we can tell people what this is, by the way, this project. We should, what do you think, next, yeah, epi- next episode? Maybe. I don't know. Let's see. Let's, let's, Y'all want to hear what this is? Yeah, we should probably. Yeah, I think we should keep them in suspense. We'll probably keep them in suspense because we didn't brief each other on this as we started talking. No. About it. So, tell you what, in the next couple episodes, you'll find out what this project you is. You have to listen then. Yeah, you got to listen to the Mad Hustle podcast. And once we reveal the project, I want to hear what you guys think of the concept and what you think of the potential for this project. Yep. So let's talk. We'll talk about it. But I'm not guaranteeing when we'll say, but we do want to talk about it because right. it's exciting. And you guys will um, be inspired by the story of this project, hopefully, and, and the story of its creation. So anyway, give me a couple examples, if you can, of doing something even though you don't feel like it. Well, OK. So like working out. You love to work out. Well, that Yeah. So I love working out. So I can't even use that because I mean, but I can't because I don't love to you work don't, out. Right. And, and most people go to I don't feel like working out. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to. For me. Yeah. There are times where I'm like, man, I'm exhausted, but I'm going to work out anyway. Like I'll say that to myself because I know that once I get my heart rate up, you know, and doing something, my mind is not on. Oh, my God, I'm so tired. What about those times like and let's go let's go to the artistic end of things now. Uh, All you writers out there, all you artists out there. I know, you know, it's probably a Friday night or maybe even a Saturday night when you're sitting listening to this and, and you're kind of by yourself at home. 
maybe that's the time you get your best work done. Why don't, you, so why, don't, why don't you try writing a script for your new idea? That way you'll have one done. Yes. Something just came up uh, this week. Another project I'm actually trying to sell. Uh, these This one company's interested, but they want to see a script. Right. Now, do you think I'm excited about writing a script, like putting even more effort into this thing that I've already put? Right. Now, I'm excited because I love the project and I'll do it, but I wasn't thrilled to hear, yeah, they want to see more. They want to see a script. And then uh, the person said, my partner who's working with me on this, he goes, should we get a script writer in? And I'm like, there is no way I'm getting a script writer in. I'm not going to, I don't need to pay somebody to do a job I can do. Right, exactly. I can write this script even better than anybody else could. Well, I, that says, you know the show. I know you, the, you show. Created the show. I don't want to, and me, I don't want to spend the money right now on bringing a script person in when I'm right? developing the show because I need to know it better than anybody else. So me writing the first script just makes the most sense. And that's it what does. it does for you guys too. It makes the most sense for you to write your first story because you need to know it better than anybody you're going to bring on. You know, you can also use that with like uh, personal stuff. Like, you know, um, we just had a tenant move out of a house that we own. And um, I've got to get another tenant in there. And so I so if any of you guys want to move into the Mad Hustle no. uh, rented house, let us know. No, but I mean, I since they had they were they rented for almost two years and I've changed my contract. So now I have to, so I realize, oh, wait a minute, they have an old contract. I need to make the new contract. And so. Instead of, instead of having someone else make the contract, right. you then, wrote it yourself. Meanwhile, the agent's going, hey, I need to give them a contract. Uh, are you okay with the one I'm going to give them? Like, no, I don't want you, I don't want you to do your contract. I want you to do my contract because I created it. And it's good, and it uh, and it has all the information. There's nothing I left out. Trust me. I and by the way, this. there this comes from years of knowing how to write contracts and yeah. de and dealing with contracts. We're not, we're not encouraging you to go write a contract if you've never done one before. Right. So all I'm saying is is that so I'm having to do that while I've got 50 other things that I was already working on. Right. So again, do I feel like writing the contract specifically for this uh, this place because this house because I have to change up, you know. A lot of stuff on it. The funny thing about you is you will get your best work done like at 11 o'clock at night. I like hate I'm, that. Like though. I'm like, I'm going to bed and you're like, I'll see you in a second. And I'm in the bedroom and then I'm already asleep and you you, you come in two hours later because you get know. a second wind. And I don't I understand that. I know. Um, that comes from my mom. I'm going to blame my mom. Let's blame your mom. Let's blame my mom. Okay. She's 80. She'll be 83. Oh, that's definitely next week. Let's definitely blame her. Yeah, like we can blame she'll be 83 my mom. next she'll week. She'll be 83. My mom is amazing and I just love her so much. And she's in Texas. My sister and I share her, but um, I love when she's around because she's my mom. You know, I told her the other day, I just turned 59 and I'm like, not a lot of 59 year olds can say they have their mom still. That's true. You're 56 and you don't have your my mom. mom left us when she uh, it was 2013. My mom passed away. Right. So, so that was, was gosh, eight years ago. Yep. Which blows my mind. She you uh, were still in your 40s. Eight years ago. Yeah, yeah I was. I was 48. Yeah. I oh, was. I'm 56. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh -huh. Guys, I'm telling you, too. Let's just go back to that. When you don't feel like it, when you get to be my age and maybe some of you are my age out there, maybe some of you are younger. Don't get to be in your 50s wishing that you had done those things you should be doing right now. And I, I, meet, I meet so many people might, you guys, even if nobody buys your idea, that's my computer. Even if nobody buys your idea, even if nobody sees your idea, let's say you write a song and no one hears it, but you write it anyway, record it anyway, uh, write a script, write the things 
do the things, make the things you've always wanted to make so you can always say that you made them. And by the way, it's called building a body of work. I'm telling you guys, imagine a pyramid, if you will. Imagine a pyramid, right? There's the big giant flat part of the pyramid that's wider than the base of the pyramid's wider. But as you go up the sides of the pyramid, they come to a point, right? They kind of go and do a point. So the base of the pyramid is everybody. Everybody wants to be an actor. Everybody wants to be a writer. Everybody wants to sell a show. That's the base of the pyramid. But as the years go by and you go up the sides of the pyramid, you'll see that the the uh, it starts narrowing and narrowing and narrowing. To get to the top of that pyramid, there's very few people that have remained and stayed. Oh, and have, and have hung in there. And yeah. so if you guys are those people that hang in there, good for you. And I know the Mad Hustle audience is a special audience because you guys are out there hustling and, and making a difference. And by the way, don't let COVID stop you. Don't let the pandemic stop you either. There's all kinds of ways to get out there and meet people still. In fact, most of the world is back to moving yeah. around and stuff. Yeah, there's some limitations, which I know are... are well, we keep moving. You know, we just we yeah, take uh, in those limitations. We work around them. We work through them and we keep moving. I always say you and I, because you and I live in uh, the Los Angeles area. And I always say there's... People in this town making $10 million today. Why isn't that us? Or why, how can that be us today? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Where, what area do you live in? The people in your area that are making tons of money doing exactly what they want. How can you become one of those people? And that's what, what you should be. At, yeah, that's what you what should be love. asking yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so again, like we said, there are times when you're not going to feel like doing something and it's fine. You know what? Fight through it, though, because I know that a lot of times we're like, oh, my God, I'm exhausted. I can't do it. Yeah, I get it. But if you have a deadline, trust me, I get it. If you're tired, I get it. If you just really don't even know where to where where to move forward on this project. But if you want to get this done, if you want to see this through, you're going to have to push for it. You're going to have to fight for it, if, even if you're fighting your own energy level. Well, for example. You got to fight. Like, seriously, yeah. you got to yeah. fight. You cannot lay down anymore and think someone else is going to do it. They're not nope. going to do it. You got to fight for it. You're going to be like, okay, I'm going to do this. I, and, and also the, the, the main thing is this. When you complain, when you're like saying a lot of negative words to yourself, or to the project because you're complaining so much. You like, you know, you treat it badly. What performs good when you've spoken so negative about it? Exactly. Nothing. You know, this project that we're doing now that we're so excited about that's moving forward. Um, do you guys think that our energy level can go down now that the project has started forward? Do you think that we now can go, yay, we got it going. Time to go and relax on the beach. No, no, no. Now the real work begins because now just what is our week consisted of this week? Our week consisted of we started the project. We started uh, we actually started writing, writing some, some stories. But before we did that, we had to get contracts in place for these writers. We have contracts to write for everybody that's going to be employed in this project. And we have um, we've had to engage like uh, an attorney all this fancy schmancy grown-up stuff that creative people don't want to deal with sometimes. But I vowed a long time ago that I want to learn about all this stuff so I can run my own company. And, and now, that's what you've been doing. That's what we've been doing, exactly. But that's what you have to do, guys, when, um, when the opportunity comes. And we're excited to be able to share this stuff with you as well. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm just excited that you guys get a chance every week to work on your dream, that you guys get a chance to um, uh, do what you want and uh, the, the chance to make your own way. 
Yes, working with other people is fantastic, but making your own way is even more exciting because just just think of the people you can influence along the way and do it the way you've always wanted to. Do you have a trivia question for me this week? I actually did. Did you look one up? I did. You did? Yeah. What is it? Okay. Let's hear it. I have a few ones. Even though you didn't feel like it. This episode's called You Didn't Feel Like It. Julian, or what it's called, uh, When You Don't Feel Like It. Okay. Couple questions because these are really easy. For me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. How about this? What is considered the first reality TV show? Survivor. Nope. Come on. You know this. Wait, this the first reality? 1990s. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One second. One second. Hold on. Um, wait, wait, wait. Was it American Idol? No. That wait, wasn't in the 90s. 1990s? Yeah. Oh, wait. The Real World. Yeah. Okay. With MTV. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. She's yes. not giving me clues either. I didn't get any. No, I did not give you any clues. The Real World. Okay. Here's one. This mm -hmm. is funny. I can't believe I remembered that show. Okay, you ready? Yep. What was the first rap song to hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100? Was it the um, Walk This Way with Run DMC? No. You're there. You're kind of there. Though. Was it Blondie? No. Blondie? Uh, no. Uh, Rapture with Blondie? No. I said no to Blondie. I know you did. I'm just, I had to get the name out. <laughs> Wait, the first rap song? Yes. No, because Blondie has a little rap in that thing. That's not a rap song, though. She has a rap, but it's and not a rap song. And you keep on eating cars. And then, okay, yeah. well, um, can you give me a year? Uh, 1990s. The first rap song hit number one? <laughs> no, number one, yes, on the Billboard Hot 100. The first rap song. I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really be upset if I don't. Okay, I don't know. Ice Ice Baby. Oh, Vanilla Ice? Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Wow, look at that. I wish I okay. didn't know that. Got any other this one? one I know you'll get. What video game was the first ever to be played in space? Asteroids. No. That would have been perfect to play Asteroids. Pong? No. What Pac -Man. video game was the first I know, ever I'm to be played in space? Naming video games. Pac-Man. No. Mario Brothers. No. The first video game? That's what it says. In space. They should have played Asteroids. That would be the perfect one. Space Invaders. No. Okay, I've guessed all the Tetris. space games. Tetris? I never would have guessed Tetris. Well, that was it. Why would they play Tetris in space? You're going to space, you play Space no, Invaders. what video game was the first ever to be... Oh, okay, got it. What, did you, did you mess up the question? I thought it meant in, about space, but no, it no, was no, but, in space. No, but I'm thinking if you're going to space, you want your astronauts to play a game, give them a space well, game. Ask, I don't know. Ask them why. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'm done with this. Okay, guys. Hey, thanks so much for listening, What's guys. What's my, my, my question? Your trivia question? Yeah. Okay. Um, here you I'm go. make this really hard. No, 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 no. It'll be a pretty easy one. Um... Dum, dum, dum. I always see I always torn. I got to make sure the audience knows the answer, too, but I don't really care. I, I mean, it's about stumping you. Yeah, stumping but trust you. me, anybody that's listening to this there. Do you want a know. sitcom question? Do you want a comic book question? Not comic book. Do you want a movie question? Probably sitcom sitcom. All right. Do you want 70s, 80s? I don't know. Just pick because I mean, I'm. All right. Here we go. Here we go. OK. Who is Dick Van Dyke's wife on the Dick Van Dyke show? Oh, wow. Who is that? That's an easy Dick Van Dyke question, by the way. I had like three other really hard ones. Yeah. Who um, played his wife? Well, it's Mary Tyler Moore. That's right. Oh, okay. Who's but Mary I, Tyler Moore? But what was, I thought you asked me what her name was. Who was the actress? Was Mary Tyler Moore? Yeah, but I didn't Oh, know. her character name? Yeah. Oh, that's hard. Her name was Laura. Laura. Laura, that's right. What was right. his last name? Though? What was Dick Van Dyke's name on the show? Do you remember that? Ah. Uh, his name was Rob P. 
Petri. Oh, that's right. Which I always found that was a very yes. interesting name. Yeah. I thought there was. But I love watching the Dick Van Dyke show because it's such a great da, view. Da, 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 yeah. Da, 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 it's such da, da, a great da, da. view of a uh, 1960s home life. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, just, you know, dinners at six and he wears a sweater when he comes home from yes. work. I was just very, just very like cool. you do with a little tie. It, yeah. I take my, I take my suit off and I put a sweater exactly. on. Exactly. That's what I do. Like Mr. Rogers. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening this week. Don't forget, do things toward your goal, even when you don't feel like it. And until then, don't forget the dream is free, but the hustle is sold. Separately. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the mad hustle podcast. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and most importantly, motivated to get moving and sell your project in Hollywood. Remember to get Butch's book, Mad Hustle, on Amazon. It's a treasure trove of information about what to expect as you navigate the ins and outs of the entertainment industry. You can also find Butch on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. The man likes to hustle, and if you're serious, you should too.